Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. Mina damer och herrar, välkomna till det 35 avsnittet av Till slut kommer någon att skatta eh, Lite speciellt avsnitt för det första gången vi inte sitter i min, eh, mitt vardagsrum på Fridensplan Utan vi har flyttat på gasen till mitt rum på Fridensplan Och eh, jag heter som vanligt Peter Bristav, jag sitter här med Aron Flam Hej Och som inhoppare för Svaranismel har vi med oss Martin Sonneby Hej igen Och eh, med oss har vi även Jason Rouse Som inte har dykt upp än, utan han... Eh, han har valt att vara lite försenad. Så vi får se om han dyker upp. Jag sitter och tittar på en tom stol. Och kallar den för Jason. Jag sitter och insuper den oförlösta, frustrerade sexualitet som sitter i väggarna här i Petters pojkrum. Det är knappast mitt pojkrum. Jag har bott här i ett halvår. Nej, lite, nej ett år ungefär. I, det, I just det här rummet. Sen har jag bott i andra rum. Men eh, hur är det, det med dig, Det verkligen snabbt i väggarna alltså. <laughs> Det är en annan stämning, jag vet inte riktigt vad det är. Det, det är någonting som inte är som det har varit när jag har varit här tidigare. Nej, jag känner för att begå en skolskjutning. <laughs> jag, jag, jag känner för att runka i en, i en gympat strumpa. <laughs> <laughs> I tre timmar i sträck. Och gömma den längst ner i tvättkvarn. <laughs> Känner... De blir stela när de kommer jag känner, för att, jag känner för att stoppa ner porrtidningar under madrassen <laughs> Och ta upp dem i smyg Och sen stoppa tillbaka dem igen Jag kan känna under madrassen Jag, jag, får, jag, får, den, jag får den vibben här inne ja, det, det, är lite, det är lite stökigt Det håller jag med om men, men Jag känner för att gömma sprit Som är hoplandad <laughs> från massa olika spritsorter Längst ner i min garderob Bara ha den där Bara känna att jag har den där den, den, den stämningen har vi här inne ja. <laughs> Baileys, vodka, kontroll, lite allt möjligt Och eftersom Jason Rouse inte är här Men är här så borde vi prata engelska hela avsnittet också det, det är också lite pojkrumsaktigt Att låtsas att en internationell komiker Finns i ens pojkrum <laughs> jo, men, Han sa här. att han skulle komma ja, ja. Ja, ja, ja. Och man har sagt till alla sina kompisar Att han kommer verkligen hem till mig <laughs> Och så när han inte gör det så, så garvar de åt den och säger Skulle inte han komma den där stora stjärnan? <laughs> inte ni polare? Va? Jo men han kommer, han kommer nästa hans, vecka. hans telefon är avstängd <laughs> Men vad har du haft för dig sen sist du var? Det är några veckor sedan <laughs> jag, jag, Du någonting. måste ha varit jävligt upptagen För jag har försökt ringa Och det har inte gått att få tag på dig Nej men jag har, jag har varit i, i Stockholm Och i Uppsala så här lite, För min tjej bor i Uppsala mm-hmm. 
Så att jag har varit där lite och uh, så har jag... Nej, men jag har varit hem... Ja, men du har du ringt med en gång eller någonting? Nej, inte <laughs> minst två. Nej, jag tror att du har ringt med en gång. Två. Vi kan kolla loggen i, i, ja, i mobilen. Det kan vi göra, du kommer att ja. förlora det här. Bara. Ja, du kan säga att... Du <laughs> kommer få det svart på vitt. Nej, men jag, jag såg att du hade ringt förra veckan eller någonting. Okej. Okay. Mm. Men du skete ju... Ja, men jag tänker att jag ska ändå träffa honom på tisdag. Fan. Så jävla tight kontakt ska vi inte ha. Nej. Men Arlan har också varit uh, upptagen med sin uh, uppsats. Mm. Just det. Mm. Och den, är nu, Martin? Och den är klar nu. <laughs> ja, den är klar. Ja. Ja. Den uh, opponeras Oj. på... <clears throat> den opponeras på... Ja, när det här avsnittet kommer ut imorgon. Ja. Opponeras, vad innebär det där då? För någon som inte, som inte har några högskolepoäng. Alltså, jag tror inte ens det heter så längre. Det heter ventilering. Ventilera ja. har, de, har de rundat av det ordet också? Ja, de rundat, ja, det passivt aggressiva Akademiska Sverige har bestämt sig för att ta Opponering, det låter så aggressivt ja. Det låter som att man ska gå i polemik Kan vi inte bara kramas Ventilering, vi pratar om våra känslor inför uppsatsen och... De har plyschat till Den, den, den delen av, av studierna också som att Man sitter och ventilerar Man sitter på golvet i ring istället. Och håller händerna ja, Och bara känner att så här, men, vad, vad säger du om det här då? På sidan 18. Kan, ja. du, kan du berätta lite om det? Och det är inga, det är inga, de säger inte emot heller utan de bara berätta bara. Det är som en fluffintervju med SVT. Jag, jag, jag opponerade på en kille igår. Och ventilerade. Jag ventilerade med honom. Sa att han, 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 hans storlek var helt okej. Okay Vad är... handlade hans eh, om då? Hans... Eh... Hans uppsats handlade om den amerikanska hjältemyten faktiskt. Ja, ah, från yeah. en Wayne till en annan. Precis. Yes. Från den, den John Wayne den. till... Från John Wayne till Bruce Wayne. Som är... Eh, Batman. Ja, just det. Såvitt jag vet, jag vet inte. Om... Nej, men det är korrekt. Ja, bra. Nu ringer Jason, nu ska jag svara. Svar, sätt på uh, högtalaren. Hang on, man. I'm, I'm gonna put you on speaker. Yeah. How are you? I'm good. Where are you? I'm I missed I fucked up the times. I thought it was at 12:30. Oh. Don't worry about it. Are you on your way? Yeah, I'll be there shortly. Okay, we started without you. When you can just come in. That's fine. Yeah. I get that a lot. <laughs> a lot of orgies and they always start before me. <laughs> Actually, they finish before I get there too, so I was Oh, pity. Yeah, but you got the you got the code for the door and stuff like that, right? Yeah. And we're on the fifth floor. Hello? What? I'll see you soon. Yeah, great. Puss, puss. Puss, puss. See you soon. Det <laughs> om två timmar. <laughs> han, han lät nyvaken. Han lät nyvaken, men han, jag tror också han bor i närheten. Så mm-hmm. uh, vi får se när han dyker upp. Han, han sa, jag trodde att det var 12.30 Det var antingen 12 eller 11 Det var aldrig 12.30 Men nu trodde han att det var 11.30 ja. Eller hur, har jag rätt? Ja, det, ja. Jag, jag tror det stämmer Jag sitter mest och funderar på hur lång tid det kommer ta Han har ju mycket smycken att ta på sig <laughs> Han ska in med de här grillsen i ja. munnen också eh, Och sen måste han ju fylla i sina tatueringar Som, som är av henne <laughs> Och de här, vad heter det, metallsmyckarna har du i tinningen och sånt där. Och ja. i nacken. Alltså jag förstår mig inte på folk som har sånt. Nu har inte Jason det, men det finns ju folk som opererar in så här typ nästan horn i pannan. Ja. Av silikon. Och man undrar varför. 
Jag tror att det är någon typ av alltså det är någon kick när man väl gör det så man vill ha mer och mer. Det är inte så mycket att man har det. Det är väl en bonus men jag tror att de gillar att göra det. Så det börjar med en liten tatuering. Ja. Och sen blir det hela kroppen. Och sen vet de inte vad de ska göra så att de börjar köra med, med stoppa in skit i läpparna och sånt där. Det kan, alltså att de går igång på själva smärtan när de gör det. Ja, eller bara grejen av att säga, men det är något nytt, det är som en tjej ja. som har köpt en ny väska. Liksom. Det, är, alltså, det är inte så mycket väl, de har ju 80 stycken hemma. Mm. Men det är just att gå ut och köpa den här nya väskan. Jag tror att det är motsvarigheten ja. att stoppa in för att folk som har så här, 40 ringar i öronen. Jag tror inte de gör alltihopa på en gång. Jag tror inte de går därifrån efter en helg och bara så här, tada! Det är någonting som växer fram. Liksom. Ett öra, örhäng i taget. Jag har en tanke också om att när man väl har skaffat en kroppspiercing då har man gått igenom så pass mycket smärta för den så att man är ovillig att ge upp beviset på hur mycket smärta man en gång i tiden gick igenom. Du menar att det bara gör ont första gången? Nej, men nej, vad jag menar är att ofta så är det så här att det gör antagligen väldigt ont då mm. att få en till exempel bröstpiercing. Och... Eh, det är ett väldigt speciellt tillfälle och sen så bär man ju den här ringen eller vad det kan vara så mycket som någon sorts påminnelse om att man har gått igenom det här eldprovet Ja, men varför gör man det 40 000 gånger om man har alla smycken? Alltså jag antar att de försöker fylla det där hålet i sin själ som din flickvän försöker fylla med handväskor. Liksom. Min, flickvän har inte, min flickvän har inte jag säger tjejer och när jag menar tjejer så menar jag de tjejerna som köper jävligt mycket väskor. Ja. Mm, vilket är de flesta tjejer. Och det verkar som att det inte går att fylla hålet i sin själ med handväskor. Nej, Nej. Det, många har ju försökt ja. och, och misslyckats. Alltså jag personligen, jag beundrar vem som än som är tappar nog att försöka. Om ja, man visst. tror att man har ett litet nog hål mm. eller tillräckligt mycket pengar att träffa väskor för så finns det säkert sämre sätt att ta sig fram i livet. Men eh, vad, vad, vad ska du göra i sommar, Martin? Jag ska, eh, jag ska vara i USA i två veckor och så ska jag vara i... Eh, jag ska vara hundvakt för att ja, jag pratade om det här förut. Jag söker ju upp hundar och var med. <laughs> så jag har en granne nu som har en... Det, det är inte den hunden som jag pratade om förra gången. Nej. Det är en annan hund. Jag ska vara hundvakt åt den i juli. Ja. Och då ska jag vara på landet. Och, och sen i augusti så ska jag nog vara lite på Öland. Så det blir bara i Sverige och bara rätt så här. Men väldigt... ja, skulle till USA också? Ja, i två veckor. I juni. New York. Hela östkusten. Vi ska bila hela östkusten. Från... Ner, ner till South Carolina. South Carolina. Och sen tillbaka upp igen. Ja, men hur, hur högt då? Boston? Nej, börja i New York. Okej, okay, börja i New York. Så vi, ska, vi ska bo i New York och sen ska vi låna en bil och åka ner. Philadelphia, Washington, ner North Carolina, South Carolina stanna där eh, och sen åka upp igen längs hela östkusten, mm. tillbaka, Delaware genom hela New Jersey ska åka hem till Bruce Springsteen hade jag tänkt <laughs> det bara för att se hans hus ja. men han bor i Jersey ja. Ja. alla de bor i Jersey John Bon Jovi bor också i New Jersey <laughs> men det är inte många som åker till hans hus jag kan tänka mig att det är lite folk som, som åker hem till honom också För att kolla in Jag tror att det är fler som vallfärder hem till Bruce Springsteen Fast jag tror, jag tror skillnaden är att John Bon Jovi släpper in folk För han, han tycker om uppmärksamheten <laughs> Söker upp folk Du ska inte komma hem till mig då Nej, jag upp skit John Bon Jovi för För att han har en stor skylt på sitt hus Det står John Bon Jovi lives here Knock Det har han inte Jo, jag sitter. Pilgrims, I am here. Är det är en tjej som ska åka på den här resan. Ja. Jep. Jag vill ju göra eh, New York till Los Angeles. Vi hade tänkt att göra det faktiskt. Fast eh, det var tid och pengar ja, som, det, som kom i vägen. Det är verkligen tid och pengar. Men det är typ 30-35 dagar tror jag. 
Men det vore ju, alltså Jag tror det blir jävligt tråkigt i mitten där någonstans När du hamnar i Vad fan har vi för delstater Majsfälten Ja men typ när det inte finns någonting heller Nevadaökningen är ju grymt tråkig att åka igenom Den har jag faktiskt gjort en gång tidigare mm. Det är ju verkligen Men den sträckan, vad är det? Det är några dagar, det är inte så jävla mycket på det stora hela Eller hur? Nej kanske inte, men det är just att då spenderar du några dagar i bil ja. Sen om du åker liksom längs med östkusten Så har du ju ändå ganska många bra ställen att stanna på Ja det är liksom mycket. Atlantic City och alla de här ställena ja, Absolut, längs kusten finns det skit mycket. Ja. Men vi hade tänkt när vi skulle åka från kust till kust Då hade vi tänkt att kanske börja i Atlanta Så man åker igenom alla de här sköna Georgia, Mississippi ja. Hela så här, ner till, till um, New Orleans Hela Texas mm. Och sen är det lite transportsträcka I öknen och sen mm. kommer fram till Kalifornien Det är då, åka igenom hela södern Hade jag velat göra Ja faktiskt Det är inte lika smickrig att åka eh, På den övre delen av USA ja, Det är, inte det. finns någonting Längs kanadensiska gränsen ja. I december ja. Vadå? Detroit, Chicago Jo, ja, men, lite grann, alltså, men det är mycket, ja, det, det, det är mycket det, På den östra delen av USA Sen har du liksom på nästan hela västra delen Så har du det är lite prärje och lite vatten Ja, ja fy fan Montana, det, det är ingen som bor där det är, <laughs> Men på riktigt, det är, så här, det är helt sjukt Det är en av de största staterna i landet Det är fan ingen som bor där det är, så här, jag vet, nu ska är inte jag... där David Letterman har sin ranch Har han Montana. Ja, men många har ju rancher ja. i Montana Men det är ju så här, de är ju åtta pers som har det Och sen är det bara de har delat upp staten i det är, det är sjukt lite folk som bor där han, Vad heter han? Rich Hall Känner ni till honom? Nej. Eh, amerikansk komiker han, han bor i Montana Och eh, han sa att de, de förut hade de inga hastighetsbegränsningar På motorvägarna För att eh, det behövdes liksom inte Men sen flyttade dit folk Och då, då var de tvungna att ha hastighetsbegränsningar <laughs> det, det bor ingen där det, det, Jag tycker det är jävligt roligt Ja, jag vill ju faktiskt åka En av de största Nej, kanske inte den största anledningen Som Norrland Att åka till Precis. En av de största anledningen till att åka till Los Angeles Är ju för att äta på In-N-Out Burger Som man har hört ska vara De bästa burgarna i hela världen Och det finns ju bara i Los Angeles Och så, ja, fast nu har de öppnat Kommer inte ihåg vart det är Om det var i Florida eller någonting Så öppnar de en In-N-Out Burger och folk grät Var det det jag såg på internet När det var en tjej som stod och grät Och bara sa såhär yes. jag, jag, jag vill att ha det här hela mitt ja. det, var, det här är min dröm som har gått upp Det är bara i USA när Nej, folk Det var i Dallas tror jag det var <laughs> Ja, de hade vallfär, folk vallfärde från liksom hela landet För att äta in and out burger Och då måste det ju vara bra Om, om du kan få en amerikaner att gråta Är det i sig det är mycket som får en amerikaner att börja gråta Det borde de göra, det borde de göra för att bara se hur mycket så här, om, om folk som Huven exploderar Och de har Super Bowl i USA Och så insläpar de Osama Bin Ladens försvunna lik <laughs> Som de faktiskt har sparat För att de har ljugit <laughs> Samtidigt som de bjuder hela publiken på In-N-Out Burger <laughs> då, då, då är det nog några Då är det nog några amerikanska skallar Som går i luften bara för av rent så här glädje Det bara ja Här är Jason Hey man Good to meet you We're coming up with a plan, okay. basically. You got some headphones down there. I find alcohol will always help you with your confidence. <laughs> <laughs> You've been drinking this morning. No, not this morning, but uh, I was in London for fucking 
uh, five days. People drink in London? A little bit. <laughs> yeah. They do it like Swedes, except they're a little more vocal about it. Swedish people just accept it as part of their life, where English people tend to try and make it the strongest part of their identity. <laughs> and by the pub. I, I like the pub culture. It's, it's, uh, it's cool. I've been thinking about that because I was in some pubs. I like the pubs because it's kind of like going to a, an old museum with booze. It's, <laughs> it's the people that uh, frequent them. You never really uh, find any. I don't know. I hate football, yeah. so oh. that's always a, uh, a prominent thing in any pub. It's like, oh, this is a cool bar. Look at it. This must be about a hundred years old. And ah, oh, fucking football game. <laughs> so we gotta have them. I, I like the whole idea with uh, with um, just people meeting because the pub comes from public house, right? Is that the, what it the, is? I, I think it. Yeah. It, it, I went it, to school it, in Canada, yeah. so I wouldn't uh, <laughs> have <laughs> any grasp of that. Yeah. Well, it's it's a it's public. Part, it's part of the empire. Okay. <laughs> you should know. Okay. Uh, it's your queen. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, we, but we. you have sworn her fealty. <laughs> but it, it, the whole idea with going down to the because I I think a lot of stuff comes up because I think British people in general are very um, uh, language oriented you know all, mm -hmm. all those stories come from the Irish and the English and mm -hmm. they they tell stories and they write great novels and and a lot of good writers come out of the English tradition I think pubs has a lot to do with like storytelling and people meeting yeah you don't see that in Sweden because people yeah. just stay at home because it's I don't know there's a, there's that whole meeting um, the Me idea of meeting to drink Instead of just staying yeah. home and drinking. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, that's what I did like about when I moved to London. I found that people were more prone to go out and do stuff during the week. And uh, pubs were more or less like a community living room. You know, no one really sat at home and watched as much TV as they do in, in North America. But, um, and that was where a lot of ideas and things would accumulate in pubs. Yeah. And uh, how, how do you think uh, if, if we had those types of pubs in Sweden, how do you think the, Sw the Swedes would handle it? Do you think we would go out and actually... Yeah, you, you do, but it, um, like uh, there's various like UK-style pubs in, in Sweden that I've noticed, but they have a different atmosphere. They look the same. You yeah. know, they, they make an effort on styling, them, but the atmosphere is much different. It's a little more reserved, I think. Mm -hmm. unless, again, unless there's a football game and then you get people from all over the world watching their favorite teams creating that same environment that was happening around the globe. How long uh, were you in London? Uh, five days. Okay. Yeah. So you're uh, jet lagged. A little bit of jet lag <laughs> and just the commute. What is it, an hour? I had to, I couldn't get a flight back to Orlandia. I had to go to the other airport. It's like an hour and 20 minute. Uh, Costa. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> took the bus. And, my, and then uh, the subways were running, so I had to take a taxi and... It's just a pain in the ass. Yeah. It's just trains, planes, and automobiles, man. That's a great movie. Yeah. John, John <laughs> Candy, what am I... Uh, who are you? Are you Steve Martin or John Candy? Uh, probably John Candy. <laughs> You're yeah. slim. In, in John the, Candy. Yeah, yeah. yeah I still have a heart attack in my sleep, but uh, <laughs> it won't be due to overeating. So you're not uh, thinking of picking up the banjo? It's an instrument that takes time and work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more of a tambourine kind of girl. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's something I want, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's I can't easy. wait. Yeah, easy yeah, to handle. I need instant gratification. Yeah. Finger snapping <laughs> yeah. and 
Uh, yeah. Shoe tapping. <laughs> if pussies had a combination on them, I'd be sucking cock for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that, that. But ha, have you heard that expression that about uh, uh, pussies and, uh, and and dicks? About you know, slut. What is this guy? poem you speak of? No, no, no. no <laughs> some guy said. Well, there was this discussion about um, how, how girls are sluts and guys can't oh, yeah. be sluts. And and keys and locks. Have you heard that one? Yeah. No. No. He, uh, um, some some guy wrote. Uh, if you have a if you have a, a key that could open any lock, yeah. that's a great key. But if you have a lock that any key could open, <laughs> that's just a shitty lock. Yeah. I've had some <laughs> shitty locks. <laughs> I think when you're using a shitty lock, you're a hole down. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that. Uh, uh, That's very sexist, by the way. <laughs> no, I, I didn't say it. I'm no. just quoting someone. Oh, yes, I, I know. I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> your friend. <laughs> I think it was the voice in your head. <laughs> but, but uh, Jason, you live in Sweden now, right? Half and half, yeah. Half I'm half. over here quite a bit, but uh, I have to go to other countries and, uh, and to make, make money. money. Yeah. yeah. But uh, how do you get here? <sighs> how, do you, how do you end up in Sweden? How did I end up here? Well, I... Uh, came over here and did I think it was like the first or even pre-raw uh, probably like s- I don't know maybe about seven years ago now I remember it was in the winter and we had done the gig in the basement of the Vampire Lounge mm-hmm. and then uh, even though the weather uh, was cold and very much like Canada I still really liked everything that was going on in the country and started making more and more visits yeah. and just love it just love it it's my favorite place Martin actually, uh, we talked about it, and he uh, told told us that yeah, we've uh, we've met. Yeah, when at, a, uh, <laughs> at the Vampire Lounge. Oh yeah, well that oh, was, was years ago. That was years ago, and then the then also at when Raw moved to a bigger venue. Was uh, it lot the bigger. Blue Moon or uh, could have been? Yes. Okay, I think that's where I thought I recognized you from. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I might have comic. Yeah, yeah. I I I I think I did a gig that night. I'm not sure. I was there anyway. Okay. And, uh, and you were you were out having dinner. With Morton and a few, few friends, and uh, after that they went to the. That was that was when I w- did the TV spot. I did a TV spot, a raw. Oh, cool, oh, cool. Uh, so yeah, so we met like twice, I think. All right, yeah. where have you been? Do you live in Stockholm? Yeah, I live two blocks from here. You don't call or. <laughs> <laughs> He's a very very private person. I, you have like a calendar. We meet every three. Yours is that? <laughs> I, I, I've never been really close that I I said, hey, here's yeah. my number, let's hook up. We well, did, you yeah. did we offer him some weed. I I did. The, <laughs> I, I told him the story before we. Can we came smoke in, in here? <laughs> no, no. But uh, first time we met, I said, "Great set, man. That was that was really funny." Um, me and some friends are going out to smoke a joint. You, if you want to come, and you said, "No, no, no. I I, I don't do drugs at all." <laughs> and uh, uh, and I realized the second I thought time you were I thought you were hitting on me. <laughs> I, did, uh, yeah, was, I realized the second time that was that was not a drug thing. That was just because you didn't want to go out and have a, have a joint with people you didn't know. No, no. Uh, well, I just I, I know in Sweden the drug culture is a very uh, different scene than it is like in some repressive. In Cal, yeah, in California you can go in and it's like buying ice cream. It's quite open in various places in, in Canada. So. Um, because of you, you thought I it traveled. was a cop. <laughs> well, no, I just didn't. Ah, busted! Would you say that uh, because Canada and Sweden they're, they're quite similar in many ways, aren't they? Yeah, but not in drug culture. That's no, by far, yeah. Ready to pop the question. 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Because I remember uh, on my second or third trip to Sweden, uh, a friend of ours was uh, arrested in a lineup uh, uh, going into a club uh, on suspicion. They were... Uh, they had suspicion. They had yeah. looked at him and made a judgment and <laughs> said, "You are on drugs," and, you are and took him away. Person. And I just couldn't believe that. It was like they can demand a urine sample. They can do that here. They can do they anything can. to you. We have no rights. They just whatsoever. have to have the suspicion that yeah. something is up. Do they have guns? Swedish Who? cops? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Right. we got a lot of guns. Say, <laughs> big, big. Guns. We have no guns. They have all the guns. They have all the guns. Oh, that's <laughs> how it is. Yeah. Stand behind the line. We'll protect you. But I don't yeah. want to but stand it, behind the, the line. The, the, <laughs> the big difference is it, it's illegal to be high. Uh, it's not not only possession. It's if you have something in your body, and they can if they suspect you of having it, they can take you outside, have you piss in a cup, all that stuff, and you can. I would piss you can, all over the place, but the yeah, cup. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. You That's would. You would also. Oh, it's this has never happened before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, handcuff me. Oh, it's getting hard now. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> They would break. I'm peeing they on would, myself. Um, 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 <laughs> oh, the break fountain of youth. <laughs> I, I did that. I had to piss once, and some guy, uh, a cop, was standing in front of me while I was talking to you piss. through it. Yes, <laughs> yes, because he was he was watching my dick while, while I was pissing in the cop for yeah. a drug test, and I said, I, I really can't go. Uh, no, because you're when so you're, hot when you're standing there. <laughs> and and he said he said. Um, uh, don't worry, I've done this hundreds of times. And I said, that's why I can't go. Because <laughs> I, I feel cheap when I know you've been with other yeah, people. Yeah. <laughs> you remind me of an <laughs> uncle I and had. He, <laughs> and he goes, oh, that's funny. And he brought like two other cops in. Come and look said, at this guy's no, Say that again. Say that again. That was funny. <laughs> Fucking idiots. Really? So yeah. they demanded a piss test. And I'm, I'm, cause in I front know of an audience. <laughs> yeah. And I'm assuming you failed. No, no, no! I passed. I passed. Didn't have drugs on me. I hadn't. I hadn't smoked for a year and a half. Okay. Because no, they just um, they just thought I looked high. All right. <laughs> my, my, uh, if there is any uh, police um, listening to this, uh, my name's Carrot Top, by the way. <laughs> there's no police listening to this. No. No. There's. I don't think these fucking mics are even plugged <laughs> into anything. You guys are just like, let's get the fucking foreign guy over here and see if he'll sit in this fucking circle. <laughs> 
And it's weird. There's a, you got trivial pursuit cards in a tiara by your bed. What kind of operation are you running here? Uh, well, I the coffee this. you gave me is making me tired. <laughs> the tiara is really upsetting, actually. <laughs> it places the lotion in the basket. <laughs> <laughs> or it will get the hose again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to take you down to my uh, pit in the basement. Uh, and just to Fritzel? wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or Buffalo Bill. So what are the biggest similarities between Canada and Sweden that you've noticed so far? Oh. And what are the simila- similarities you dislike? Pop quiz. I want to know. Um, it's just chill. Like I, <clears throat> I just I think that I noticed again. It was the moment, and I just don't like people uh, in public that's when they uh, when they talk or something that they have no respect for anybody around them, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and uh, that 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 the world is around them. You know what I mean? Swedish people are more uh, not reserved. Maybe I don't know if you call it shy, even demure, demure. Uh, but uh, it's just cool. There's a, there's there's not like a lot of vandalism or uh, uh, um, just garbage around. People are relatively tidy with the, their environment. They yeah. they say, well, I got to live here, so maybe I shouldn't shit here. You know what I mean? There's and where. You get uh, in in the U.S. Um, and I'm speaking about like uh, Los Angeles, New York, and yeah. Canada, Toronto, and Vancouver. Any major cities, you get a me 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 kind of fuck you, get out of my way attitude, yeah. and, and I just have no patience for it anymore. That's that was but a, but as a foreigner, hockey, you know, drinking, um, the weather conditions, same, oh, very similar. But but as a foreigner who doesn't look anything like Osama bin Laden, I've always felt coming to America they've always been really polite and really uh, actually interested in where I'm from and uh, uh, what I'm doing here I've actually been surprised every time by the politeness of uh, the American people because we're always told that they're all about themselves uh, yeah well I think there's probably two two (laughs) things that are going on in that conversation somebody that's generally interested and somebody trying to uh, strategize how I can exploit and use this person They're very professional like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a sell, selling uh, and, and things. So how can I gain from uh, yeah. something or somebody else? And if I can't, then I'll... Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, literally. But how, how was moving to London? Because you... Where, where are you from in Canada? I'm from uh, just outside of Toronto. Oh, okay. I, I but that's a big city as well. Yeah, yeah. But coming to London, is because uh, I find London the most busy city in the world. Yeah, yeah. I have ever seen. I was there for almost five years, and uh, I liked it. I, and it's I think it's, no doubt, in my opinion, the best place to be a, a touring comedian in, mm-hmm. in the world, for sure. London is the comedy Olympics. It's such a cross-section of... Um, of culture and uh, and everything else in between, plus you can uh, you can make a living opposed to New York, where you do, it's almost like uh, they're doing you a favor by letting you work for free and there's yeah. not that kind of stimulation of finances. You um, they somebody said there are more comedy clubs in London than in North America. Is that, uh, is that uh, true? No, I know there's I think there's about a hundred venues if you look in a Time Out London or Chortle. Hundred big ones. Uh, like, like no, real no, various, real various from from you know, this room, room to, to you know a uh, hundred theater, uh, Hackney Empire. You know what I mean? Okay. O two O two Center to you know the Cock and Whistle Pub or something like that. So <laughs> you get a, 
various uh, spectrums, but they're all very good. Even like you can find out, you have a, a Saturday night performance on a Sunday night in a pub and yeah. still come away with some money and, and a peace of mind, you know. It's just, uh, it's just stimulating. I think the, the rain and the booze uh, continue to the massage of the comedy thing. Yeah. It's fluctuated a lot, and some of the, uh, the weekday gigs have dissipated and things like that, and there's been a lot of changeovers with um, the hierarchy and various tiers of the business and things like that. Some companies have fragmented and split into two, but it's, it's stronger than any, anywhere in the globe. And how's the comedy scene in Canada? I don't know what's going on now. Like, I haven't lived there since 2004, but I do go back uh, once a year. Yeah. And um, uh, over the last decade, there was a, a big vacuum of uh, maybe longer now, maybe closer to 15 years. Around 15 years ago, a lot of the Canadian comedians, by necessity, uh, and some of them had families or just wanted to further the career and didn't have the... Um, Uh, legal uh, paperwork to go work in the U.S., yeah. but a lot of them had British uh, ancestry. Oh, okay. So they were eligible for uh, ancestral visas and passports and stuff, that which opened up for Europe. That's why you got, over the last 10 years, a lot of Canadians have come through here yeah. on various levels, and, and you've seen a lot of that. So uh, over the 15-year point, because of that, all the really good comedians, the, you know, The Mike Wilmonts, the Stuart Francis's, the Craig Campbell's, Tom Stades, you know, there's probably about 15 guys have, and the majority of them moved to, to England to uh, maintain a, a living and yeah. some sort of career because they just hit the end of the road. Went from, you know, making hundreds of dollars a year uh, to thousands and <laughs> thousands of dollars a year. There's a joke. Uh, a lot of the MCs would do on the, uh, the rookie nights, as you'd call them here. Yeah. Where yeah, this next guy is very funny. He's gonna uh, he's, he's just becoming a professional comedian. Where he'll be able to make hundreds of dollars a year in Canada. <laughs> Please welcome you now. And the guy you come up, what is that true? Uh, so who's from out of town? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's true. Like I had done tons of television and uh, and and stuff in Canada, and I'm sitting in public transit, and people are going, "Are you?" That guy, can I get your? Can my friends get pictures with you and stuff? I'm like, fuck, I'm fucking broke, and I'm signing autographs on public transit. <laughs> There's something wrong here. So then I found out because my grandfather was English, that I could, I was eligible for a British passport and so on and so forth. And and I had a, uh, another year before my green card was in effect, and uh, I just said, fuck it. I went to England, and stayed there for a period of time, and w got a chance to see fucking 20 other countries and. Mm -hmm. And because uh, yeah. you, you go to all the English speaking spots in the world, right? yeah, like you could go to Hong Kong or whatever. Last year, uh, I did after because I was in Los Angeles for two years doing uh, doing that, and part of that was really uh, a lack of performance. So you go down to the Laugh Factory or the Comedy Store or the Improv, but I was like a road warrior for like 12 years doing touring constantly and. That was my, my the mechanics of my uh, my comedy uh, career, and being in LA, it's beautiful every day. You get on a handful of shows. The open mics, uh, like Big Ben in Hollywood, would be the hottest fucking ticket in Hollywood. Yeah. You know, they had a place similar actually when I first went to LA in 2001, where it kind of defined careers for like Dane Cook and stuff like mm -hmm. that. And it was a pub in London called uh, on uh, Sunset. Uh, called uh, Dublin's, a Dubliner, or was it Dublin? Dubliner, anyway. 
and it was like you know fucking Chappelle would be there all it was the spot and it was a free night and it was packed and uh that in uh I lost my train of thought uh, if you come to Los Angeles, you can't gig as much. Uh, yeah, you don't gig as much, and uh, it's hard to find. Because uh, I've I've been at it for ages, so I had already had a, uh, an audience that I've been grooming for the, yeah. over a decade. So having to show up in Hollywood and being the animal that I've created as, as a performer, showing up there, and it's because uh, most of them are trying to embrace mainstream television and stuff like that, yeah. and I was just more or less trying to. Um, put up some flags to attract some people that would be interested in what I did but that wasn't the majority it wasn't even ha- uh, a half of it so it was a bit of a, a grind and um, and then not making the money that I was used to it just became um, fuck the fucking sun again great another <laughs> beautiful day I get to do fuck all you know what I mean so good good weather is not good for comedy I think no not at all you need, that's why I think London is great yeah it's all rainy it's miserable just yeah. dark small venues Scotland uh, another great place for comedy yeah, Ireland yeah. Wales anywhere you know United Kingdom yeah United Kingdom yeah just go there but what happened in Canada because that's uh, part of the Commonwealth at least so uh, uh, you had to leave because the Canadians had developed such a, a high sense of humor that they didn't need comedians anymore in the market they just never supported it they never supported it I remember watching an old interview with um, Martin Short was doing a, a, a promo for a, a movie he had coming up and said the biggest problem with comedy Canada is they don't support talent there's no infrastructure or star system or any of that and it's all you know the like the uh, government run and then the different tiers of, of of networks and stuff like that are not really you know it took Lauren Michaels to see kids in the hall to say you know kids in the hall yeah yeah, yeah. uh to say the, this is great we're going to we're going to do a joint production with uh, CBC and uh my company to put this and now it's you know it's yeah. it's legendary stuff but the, Oh, so uh, Lauren Michaels is behind Kids and All as yeah, well? Yeah, it's oh. his, his production. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know And uh, it, it's like, it ha- I think there's like maybe every 10 years, you know, next was Trailer Park Boys and, and things like that. But there's so much, I have so many friends that are either uh, uh, left Canada <clears throat> or still there that are fucking international uh, stars in waiting. You know, they're just great talents. Just fucking sing, dance, comedy. Acting, you know, they just have it, have it all. But because there's no, uh, but they avenues. bleed talent to the states as well. Tons of it, yeah, no. yeah, definitely. Pamela Anderson, for instance, is yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one, one of our <laughs> proudest. Just Justin Beaver, yeah. <laughs> yes, Keanu uh, Reeves, yeah, the yeah. thespian Keanu he got, Reeves. He got kicked out of uh, uh, acting school in Toronto, oh. and then then some stuff happened to him. I think he made a career out of acting. They obviously <laughs> don't support talent either. No, not at all. I, I, so. I met a Canadian girl who uh, w- from Toronto and uh, she said she'd, she had seen Keanu Reeves do Shakespeare in a park in really? Toronto. Yeah. That Can you imagine? Dude. Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> Holding a skull. Yeah. Uh, this some, is totally awesome. Uh, there's something <laughs> rotten in the state of Denmark, dude. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously, dude. <laughs> Keanu Reeves, he, he's never acted in his whole life. He just walks on set, and then he just sits. Yeah, there. but he know, that's his that's his thing. You know? Yeah, he is Keanu Reeves. No one else <laughs> does yeah. him as well. Yeah. No, I like De, him. De Niro. Uh, you know, majority of every film, he's it's fucking De Niro. They go specifically Christ- for that. Christopher Walken. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, guys, their their characters are so strong, but they can just reach just outside of enough to bridge the uh, the scenes and stuff. Yeah. Have you done yeah. acting? 
A little bit, yeah. Uh, do you like it? I do. I do. When I, especially if I get a chance to work with a director that will allow me uh, to play around with some of the dialogue and stuff like that. I have a horrible memory. It's very difficult for me to memorize anything more than a page at a time. So if I am uh, get the kind of... Um, uh, and which which would have, I was stoked on when I started uh, seeing interviews with Larry David and saying that they would just block the scenes and have a, a an outline of what the scene was. Yeah, and then there was yeah, a lot yeah, of improv, yeah, yeah. so it allowed the the comedy chops to to, yeah. to shine in the in the and play around in the scenes, which made it so great. Yeah. So I really like that kind of stuff. I've had a chance to do a few things here and there, but uh, is that why you went to Los Angeles to get into film? Uh, more or less to find some vehicles. I did a couple pilots for some TV shows and uh, <coughs> things like that. I was looking more or less to do my own uh, uh, alternative talk show, which is still in the in the process of development. We'll see what happens. By the alternative day. talk show. Mm. How would that work? I can't really discuss okay. it, but uh, oh. but uh, yeah. Because um, you're friends with uh, Jim Jeffries, right? Yeah. He's in Los Angeles now. He is, yeah. I saw him last time I was there. I have a funny story about. Uh, I love Jim, Jim Jeffries. He's my one of my absolute favorite. Yeah, he's comedians. great. We uh, <laughs> when I first moved to England and people started seeing what I was doing and stuff. Oh, if, do you know who Jim Jeffries is? And yeah. I said, uh, No, no, no. Who is he? Oh, you guys are fucking going to love each other. And we'd done a gig uh, at the uh, Glee Club in Birmingham, and uh, beautiful club, probably one of my favorite clubs in, in the world. It's beautiful, six hundred seat club. And uh, it's packed. It's great sound, lights, staffs, fucking cool. And we're on the same bill together. And um, Jim goes up, uh, pisses some guy off. He's yelling at the manager. I'm standing by the green room watching this all go down. This is what I love about Brit uh, comedy in Britain in general. It, it, the guy's yelling at the manager, and the manager looks at the guy and goes, "Listen, if you think he's fucked up." He's going to look like Jesus Christ next to this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so I go on and did some jokes. Apparently there had been a woman there that had recently lost her leg in a car accident. And she was going through some emotion. She came to a comedy show to feel better about herself. And we're up there fist-fucking nuns and raping dead children. And she flipped out and uh, was trying to th throw herself over the uh, balcony of the stairwell uh, <laughs> To, to kill herself uh, and the bouncers <laughs> were wrestling with her and pulled her leg off <laughs> so she's laying on the ground screaming on her back with her stump hanging out and it was a fucking it was hilarious <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that was our first intro to Jim oh shit yeah he's living with uh, Eddie Ift in uh, Venice Beach um, yeah yeah I listened to their podcast mm. and, and I've seen his, he's doing HBO specials he's, yeah uh, he's yeah blowing I, up he's doing great yeah he's fantastic living the dream yeah and so are we yeah, this is great. <laughs> but it, and it's, if if you if you think about it, he might be doing the exact same thing at this very moment. Doing the podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, now we're all so hard. We, yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not really. No. Do you have uh, his number? Call him. We could do a simultaneous podcast. Sure. <laughs> Should I wear a condom? <laughs> but uh, actually, Aaron has to. Yes. You have to leave. You're, you have a life. Yeah. No, I life. don't. No. But I, I've, I've recently got myself a job. Okay. Uh, to make some money and pay the rent. There you go. See, if you guys have more, you know, working class comedy clubs in the country instead of theaters and open mics. Yeah. Oh, you guys wouldn't have to have day jobs. What, what's lacking in, in Stockholm or in Sweden? Today? Blue collar, for lack of a better uh, reference, blue collar comedy. Like people who work, you know, and, you know, um, middle class comedy. Yeah. There's none of it. 
There's no like Thursday, Friday, Saturday comedy club in Sweden. Right, it's true. They have theaters where guys are doing, you know, three, four, five, six hundred seat theaters, and then open mics, and then some yeah, clubs. Yeah, Nora Brun is well. That's, the only, that's I don't the really consider that a comedy club. To be honest, there's no there. middle ground. Yeah, there's oh, no develop ground. that. That's interesting. Why is not that not a that's not a comedy club? Because it's uh, there's censorship. Oh, really? Sure. Yeah, you can't say what you want in, in a in a place that I don't consider that a comedy. You club. can say what you want there, but uh, <laughs> but you'll never perform <laughs> again. <laughs> yeah, well, that was my first and last. I, uh, I think I think I'm not sure. Uh, I I could never say I'm sure, but I, that might have been what happened to me because <laughs> oh, I haven't yeah. been back. Yeah. Well, I I did a I, I did a cancer joke three weeks after the owner's brother died of cancer. Not no. me knowing though. I had no idea, <laughs> <laughs> but I did a cancer joke and. Uh, There was a kind of a, a tense uh, uh, feeling after that gig, yeah. And uh, I don't think I came back. Really. Yeah, I think it's bullshit. I think it's totally bullshit. I think uh, I'm. I, there's no the yin to the yang. There should be. The, where's the punk rock and all this? This is rebellious art yeah. form. You know what I mean? Not so people can showcase to get corporate work. That makes me almost. Why did you have to be late, Jason? Uh, I thought it was at twelve thirty. But n- we never even said twelve thirty. That's a time you made up. Now, now we're in an I interesting discussion, and I have to leave. That's not. That's not nice. I know. I'm hurt. <laughs> <laughs> he's making. He's Should making we call you the cops? Is yeah. he, is it, does he do this normally? <laughs> yeah, every every week. No, he's he's making you feel guilty. <laughs> yeah, because he's feeling he he'd rather be here with us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Than yeah. Than having and a I'm job. flattered. It's, it's we'll do it again. This is yeah. not last time. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want me to call your boss and tell him you're not coming in? <laughs> it's not. I'm it's not an interview. No, it's a. a it's not, it's, it's a training. Job, job training. Job training for radio, which oh, this okay. is basically. Yeah, quit. Yeah. <laughs> I encourage it. Uh, all my friends, quit your But fucking this job. This doesn't pay the rent, unfortunately. No, it doesn't. Well, and as you said, <laughs> we have no middle ground. Yeah, there is no middle ground. That's why you guys. Uh, There's some. I don't know if it's going to be me or somebody else. But there but are some out there who try to do uh, punk comedy in Sweden. It just doesn't work as well. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. But that's, that's, isn't that the same thing in uh, in the United States? Or it's either uh, just free clubs, or you get a you get a big job somewhere. No, no, no. what you mean the, the, the touring circuit in the U.S.? Oh yeah, okay, oh, no, yeah. I guess it are tour, clubs, touring comedy. Clubs. Yeah. Tons of clubs. I think if you but there, there's a difference there, isn't it? That like you have touring comics, and then you have people like living in New York, just doing comedy and trying yeah, to get yeah, into there's, television. There's different, there's different things. And some people that spend yeah. a lot of time on the road will go to New York or Los Angeles to uh, to to broaden, to add some more paint to their pa- uh, painting that they're working yeah. on. But um, it depends on what you want in your career. Some guys very good. Hey, Doran. Hey, Doran. Lika till på träningen. Uh, du, jag, jag, um, jag ringer dig när du är färdig. Okej, okay, jag ringer dig efter fem. All right, that's it for this yeah. episode of uh, uh, Eventually Someone Will Laugh, which okay. I think would be the name of this podcast in English. Uh, my name is Peter Bristov. Uh, you heard Arn Flam, who's not here anymore. Yeah. Martin Sonneby and Jason Rouse. Yes, Woo! check out uh, my Twitter, Jason Rouse 666 yep. and com for... All my upcoming shows and whatnot. Yeah, some plugs. Do you have anything to plug? Um, I'm. Um, I get a gig in September. I got a gig in September. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and I'm. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, ninth graders, actually. Ah, yeah. uh, yay! <laughs> get that money. Yeah. yeah.
And uh, don't forget to listen uh, next week uh, when Morton Anderson comes here and talks about uh, movies. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Cool.